0: Welcome to the Barbarian Hour podcast, where we conquer the impossible. The Barbarian Hour podcast is presented by Barbarian Apparel. Here is Jared Opfer and Zeb Miller. Are you ready?
1: Hello, wrestlers and coaches, I'm Teague Moore. I spent 20 years coaching at the Division I level in the NCAA, 15 of those years as a head coach. During that time, I helped a lot of wrestlers and parents navigate the recruiting process. I've now opened my own consulting business to do just that, to help you navigate the recruiting process. There's a lot of unanswered questions. How do scholarships work? What program would be right for my son? Or better yet, what coach would be right for my wrestler? I can help answer these and many other questions. Feel free to email me or call me at the information listed below, and we can set up your first consultation today. I look forward to working with you and helping you make the right choice.
0: Okay, tonight we are going out out west to the Mountain Time Zone with assistant coach for the Arizona State Sun Devils, Lee Pritz. Lee, welcome to the show. Lee was an All-American at Eastern Michigan University,
1: and then you graduated from Clarion. Is that correct? I actually transferred to Clarion my senior year and then after the year ended, I went back uh, and got my degree at Eastern Michigan. I had nine credits left at Eastern, so I went back.
0: Was Mike Feeney the next All-American after you at Eastern? He was. And then...
1: And, and I believe the last Perry one.
0: After that, right? Oh, yeah. No, Perry. Yeah, then Perry was the last one. That's right. But, but Mike Feeney was the next after you, though. That's correct. Oh, my God. And what was you... Where were you, 94, 95? 96 96 who won your weight Uh, sheldon thomas that was when sheldon won the weight yeah because he was third the next year wasn't he
1: uh i think so but he was a big reason why i transferred to clarion to train with him for uh you know rob eider and and sheldon thomas were, were was who i was gonna be training with my senior year
0: Dude, you've been the, like, we just talked about it. You've been at four places, four D1 places, right? Yeah. Where did the journey
1: start coaching? University of Missouri. So, and again, that's what it, my senior year when I transferred to Clarion, they didn't have my major. So, it's actually a wild story. It, it was coming down, you know, this is pre-cell phone. Right, so I was I was talking. It was kind of late, in the, and I was talking to Claren in Illinois. And you know, I I wasn't sure where I was going to go. And Rob Eider called me. He's like, "Man, you know, we don't have your major, but you know, we can do this if you're willing to switch majors. We can do this, but it's going to take you 15 hours of summer school to get eligible since I didn't have my major." And I'm like, "Whoa, that's heavy," you know. And uh, and then. All of a sudden, when it was coming down to crunch time, uh, I was trying to get a hold of Mark Johnson. And Johnson was not in the office at the time, right? You know, he's probably out on the road doing camps, recruiting, you know, doing what you're doing. And so I couldn't get a hold of him. And I was kind of sitting in my, I was sitting in my apartment. And what was making it crunch time, if I was going to start clearing was starting summer school, And I couldn't miss summer school. So, clearing summer school timeline is what made it crunch time. And I really liked the idea of Sheldon Thomas and and Rob Ider, you know, training with Sheldon, training with Rob, Rob being my coach. Actually, both of them being my coaches. And I'm like, that was a great idea. But I really liked the idea of going with Mark Johnson and that Big Ten style that, you know, that, that he was with. And I was like, man, so I was torn. And all of a sudden, it was a Friday. School was starting Monday. It was a Friday. And I remember waking up and I threw my stuff in a bag and I was like, Hey, you got to, you know, my girlfriend, I, thought, I said, you got to take me to Clarion. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I start school Monday. She's like, what? So I, I either didn't even know. I showed up on Ider's doorstep and it was like 5 PM. I knocked on his door and he's like, what are you doing here? I was like, school starts Monday, right? <laughs> and that's kind of how it went down. Oh my God. So, so that started, that was, So I finished that year and I had like 21 credits to graduate from Clarion. And I, so I checked back with Eastern. I only had nine to graduate from there. So Brian Smith was in his first year at university of Missouri. And in a couple of years prior, he said, Hey man, you know, when I get a D one coaching job, I want you to coach with me. And I said, absolutely. And so right after I got done my senior year, I said, Hey, I'm coming. And he's like, no, you got to graduate first. I'm like, don't worry. I'll take classes while I'm there. And he's like, no. He goes, you graduate first and then come over. And that's what he – so I found the fastest route, and I was going back to Eastern Michigan, taking my nine credits, getting my degree, and then I, I moved. At December 28th, I drove up to University of Missouri and started coaching at Mizzou. Was that like 98, 99? When was that? I believe – that. yeah, that was 98, 99. So, so is
0: Mark Bader a freshman? Mark Bader's
1: freshman year. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> I love Mark Bader, dude. I just got to put he that out. I'm a big fan of Mark Bader. I love Mark Bader. Um, you know, I don't work with Flow Sports anymore, but I, there's there's only ever going to be love for Mark Bader. Um, we, have a, we grew real close in London when Joe Williamson ditched us for this girl. Turns out they're married with two kids now. Yeah. But – You know, because Joe was was on the team there too, right? Joe was on the team for a year or two when you were there, wasn't he? Joe was on the team.
1: His brother was on the team. Okay. Uh, Oh yeah, I love those guys. Those guys are my guys,
0: man. I've traveled internationally with those guys. Those guys are just good salt of the earth Missouri dudes. Love those guys. Those guys are good guys. So I love them. They're just awesome guys. Love them. I can't. I wouldn't say boo. I actually just found a. Video, I'll have to send it to you. I'm guessing this one's going to stay underground. Bader and I wrestling in a hotel at the 2014 yeah, 2014 Ohio High School State Championships. Hotel, nasty, disgusting, stinking of cigarette burns hotel room in Columbus, outer, outer belt of Columbus. And Bader's in a pair of boxer briefs. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, and we, we wrestled to the death.
1: Oh, I could see that all day. <laughs>
0: I'll send yeah, you the I link. I don't, see, I don't know if it's ever going to see public light, but uh, I was just texting him, and he was like, oh, that's so great. That's so great. <laughs> yes. So he was pumped about it. But, uh, you know, like, your journey has just been such a unique journey. Tell me about, you know, first off, what place did you take in Eastern Michigan in 96? What place did you take?
1: I, I took sixth place.
0: Sixth place, okay. Which mm-hmm. we already know it's super hard to be an All-American out of the Mid-American Conference. Obviously, it was very hard back then because there was more teams, right? So, uh,
1: Yeah, I I don't know how many teams there were. I was really oblivious to the process, man. Um, You know, you go in and and you – like so many guys, you have a vision of being a national champion, right? That's your goal, goal, and you can't really see past that, and you don't want to see past that, you know? And uh, I always knew that, you know – and I don't know where I learned this this concept, but it was always front size for yourself, the back size for your team. You know, and maybe that was what gives you a little extra to, to give you a purpose to, you know, that's that's bigger than yourself at that moment when you need it, right? Because your your goal and your dream's gone. So now you need, maybe you need something to, to push you by. And, and so I don't know where I learned that, but that stuck with me forever. I still use it. Uh, but I, I do I remember losing, second round and I wasn't I wasn't one to look at brackets a whole lot but I took a quick peek and saw there was a lot of lines I had to go through to take third and I was like it was too much you know it was too much to look at it too big of a mountain to climb all at one so I just focused on the next match you know and then the next match and and that's just and I remember, I didn't even understand when I came back Friday evening, you know, that All-American round, and I see the match change, you know, they had that dog bone, and I didn't really understand it. I was like, the right, tournament's getting smaller, you know, and I won that match, and our assistant coach at the time, he grabbed me, and he's picking me up, and I'm like, put me down, man, I got to wrestle in like 45 minutes, what's, you know, what are you doing, you know, because I really didn't understand. You know that at that point that I just accomplished something I, I didn't know I knew I was wrestling again in forty five minutes to an hour, and so he was just like, man, you you did it I'm like I, I, I got a match in forty five, I got to go, and I went cool down and you know just kind of went through my process and you know so that's yeah, it was kind it, it was, it was kind of a unique experience because I was clueless as to really how it worked
0: Who'd you beat in the blood round?
1: uh jason betts from penn state so he was i know i know in pennsylvania uh he was a good high i think he won three three titles in pa and the reason i know that and i think he got beat his senior year but the reason i know that is one of my teammates uh i was caught weight at the hotel and he came over to the hotel you know and it was it was uh or no, I wasn't cutting weight. It was in between rounds. I was back at the hotel getting something to eat or whatever. And he came back to the hotel. And he's like, and he walked in the room and he said, man, that was a great run. He goes, you know, it's over now, but that was a great run. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm getting ready to wrestle. And he's a PA guy, right? And yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. They, they're thick as thieves, you know. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, no, nah, man. You got bets. It's over. And, so, and again, I didn't know anybody. So I'm like, bets? Bets got me, you know? And I didn't know he's a, you know, he's a stud. <laughs> You know? I love it. Hey, where did you do your high school wrestling? In South Florida, uh, down at Western High School.
0: How far from so, Miami?
1: Uh, Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes north.
0: It's not exactly wrestling country. It's it's becoming more and more wrestling com- country. But like the people off the top of my head, I know Grahalas, I know Bono, I know Mike Schick, I know Lee Pritz. I don't know a whole lot of other Florida All-Americans. There are. I think Lembrick is Lembrick the Florida All-American. I think he was. Lembrick, yeah, yeah, Lembrick so, is. Um, you know, this is just off the top of my head, not even you know really thinking about it. But like, Florida isn't the powerhouse that it's not PA.
1: You're taking not, PA
0: nine out of ten times in that blood round match. You know, like what your, sure. wh- what your teammate was saying to you probably wasn't the wrong thinking for
1: everybody else. It's just not what you say to your teammate going into the blood round though. Oh, it was awesome. I appreciated it cuz I was like, "Uh-huh. <laughs> show him a little something, you know?" But you showed,
0: which, what was the score? score?
1: Uh, 3 to 2. 3 to 2.
0: Riding time, escape point.
1: Please say I, switched, him.
0: Point. I switched. I
1: switched. Yeah. So, and it was funny. I'll tell you because he was riding me like a show pony. And uh <laughs> and um, Zeb, it was a trip, dude. That was a trip, man. Because again, I looked at it different. I I I started wrestling in ninth grade, you know, so I didn't have this crazy amount of experience, right? Oh so, my god, you started wrestling it, in ninth grade, and by your eighth, seventh year of wrestling,
0: your sixth year of wrestling, you're an all-American. Yeah, sixth or seventh, yeah. That's and amazing. Well, I appreciate. That's like it, that Minnesota you know? kid, that Minnesota kid from from California, Sparks. Oh from- yeah. Sparks yeah. is like, he's new like that. He's just like you were. Right. And he's yeah, a horse, dude. Too.
1: Sparks a is a horse. freaking horse. Wow. Oh, you started in ninth grade. Well, well, here's what was funny. I'm wrestling bets. And I remember he goes down. I forget what, how this went. I think it was second period. He goes down. It's all, you know, and I remember his back was this wide, you know, he had a ball beat up. He was a monster. Right. And, I remember I was kind of bouncing behind him. I turned back and I looked at Willie Gatson and I was like, this dude's huge. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and Gatson, you just, you just wrestle, you know, and, and, and again, I had fun with it, you know, so I was always like, it was, you know, it was intense, but it was like, I loved it. I was like, yeah, this dude's huge. And then I remember him riding me and and the and, and again, I might have a. It might have been the second period. it, but that third period, I was down, and I re, I think I was down. And he was riding me, and we had this drill in high school: stand up switch roll. All we did in high school on bottom: stand up switch roll, stand up switch roll. You know, we'd do it over and over and over and chain wrestling, like a chain wrestling yeah. roll. Yeah, and they didn't teach us anything but three things: stand up switch roll. You know, and if you were lucky, they let you do it on both sides, and and uh. Smith ended up Brian Smith was my high school coach, my junior and senior year.
0: So So that's the connection
1: you and Brian Smith.
0: He was your high school coach.
1: Yes. How did you do? What was your best finish for him? Uh, Actually both years he coached me. He was my ninth, my junior and senior year. So both years he coached me. I won state titles. Okay. So you're two time Florida state champ. Correct. Okay. Since
0: Brian Smith was your coach.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: That's kind of important. That's like when you're telling your story, that's actually really super important to know that because was he a high school teacher and and a, a coach? For two years. For two years, okay. And he went to Michigan State, didn't he? If I'm he correct, did. if I'm wrong. Okay, he
1: did. And his his high school coach, Randy Miller, was my high school coach my ninth and tenth grade year. Got it. So. It, 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 yeah it's a whole triangle right it's awesome and i love it so but I, I remember smith in the tunnel and he came out of the tunnel just a little bit because i was on that corner mat you know and he came out of the tunnel a little bit and i saw him you know stand up switch roll you know he just kind of you know he didn't say it, but he he gave me the signals you know that i knew yeah. and so i just started hitting stand up switch roll stand up, switch roll. And like the second or third time fourth time through i ended up getting a switch and you know Getting the reversal and and that was basically the difference. So he got two escapes. You got one escape and a reversal. Uh, I uh he I think he might have taken me down. I maybe mean, maybe it was four to three. It was a <laughs> one point match and it was it was got three. it. I just know I got a switch. And the that switch was the is what won it. Yes. I love it.
0: Old <laughs> high school drill, stand up, switch, roll. That I haven't been done, done in three years. Wrestling. That's what you did. That's what you won with. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And then you, Hey, and then after you're an all American, you won again,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: who'd you wrestle again?
1: Uh, NC state kid. Uh, I, don't. I won that in the last 20 seconds, you know, with the sweep, you know, and I forget who I, I forget his name. Uh, he, I mean, obviously he was tough too. And, uh, yeah, there was, it was a fun weight class. I mean, Lindsey Durlacher was in it. And, you know, uh, uh, Morgan was in it. Uh, David Morgan, monster. It, monster. Did you he hit him in the Concee semis? No, I hit him in the second round. Is that who and, put you in the? Oh, yeah. And, okay. But I credit him. I credit him for, I feel really good with getting out of crabs and leg de- in leg defense now. And all credit goes to him and he you know I've told him before and his brother. His brother actually how about this? His brother, his older brother went down and coached my high school coached my high school for several years.
0: That's wild. It's a huge That's triangle, wild. like you're saying. It's all like everybody's yeah. interconnected. Wrestling's like that though. You know that, right? It
1: is. Everybody it is, it's but... who
0: you know, right? And uh, who'd you hit in the Conte semis? Do you remember?
1: Uh locker yeah and that i that was a that was a good mat. he was so good at controlling matt's face um but i remember i ended up losing like minute seven riding time wow and again i didn't i i didn't have you know i i i got i got two takedowns in the third right but again he's this dude's sad he knew he knew he had that you know he knew he had that seven seconds you know and On the second takedown, I cut him right away, but I probably should have tried to break the riding time before, you know, cutting him. Obviously, I should have, right? But, you know, again. Dude, 25 years ago. Come on. Yeah, I was just going. Yeah,
0: you're just wrestling. Uh, So so you hit him in the uh, Concy semis, uh, uh, Lindsey Durlocker, and then he passed away recently, didn't he? Well, uh, yeah, like it's probably five years ago, seven years ago. I think like it's
1: longer, man. I think it's closer to 10 now, but it seems Is like it yesterday. 10 years? Yeah, man. Oh, my God. I didn't, I, I didn't mean
0: recently, like in the last year or two. Yeah. I thought it was like five, seven years ago. Right. It oh might, my it might goodness. be seven to 10. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Time just it was travels so fast. Uh, Who'd you hit for fifth and sixth? Mike Menna. You hit Mena for fifth and sixth. Dude, yeah. but your weight was loaded.
1: Yeah. Was so, taking in the weight? Was Teague in the weight? Teague was. Teague was in the weight that year. Did he place? He didn't place that year. Wow. Dude, you were a loaded weight. Loaded. And and uh, Mena, I, I took Mena down first, and I'm feeling myself. You know, I'm like, oh, I got him. You know, and and – he took injury time right away. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in his head. I got, and all of a sudden, it, 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 I don't know how far into the second period, but not that far into it. You know, I'm up three to one. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're rolling. And I, I they, and again, this is prior to a whole bunch of video being out. And I had a few people tell me, hey, watch his move, watch his move. But no one actually showed me his move. They're like, watch his move. I'm like, okay. Some, you know, they're like the ventriloquist. As well, Again, I knew about six moves at the time, you know, and so I'm like the ventriloquist. And sure enough, I dive in on a shot, and he hits me with the ventriloquist, and I was – Like this. Like,
0: roll, roll, oh, yeah. right? It's like you go okay, one way, yeah. and you come back the other, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a cement a, job. You know, yeah, it's a cement just, job, right? It's like yeah, a gain-and-roll cement, cement job type deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, uh, No, but <laughs> I, was on, I, was, I was on my back for um, like a minute ten. It was something like a minute ten. Oh, my God. Right? And I was – you know what kept me from getting pinned is I didn't want the – there were so many – it was at – where was it at? It was – I don't know, but it was full full of Iowa fans. And they were going bonkers. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to let them party on me. I can't let them party on me. (laughs) He's (laughs) going to have to detach my head
0: from my body.
1: That's what I was – Which he would
0: do. He would do that. He would do that.
1: I got up and I remember blood was like coming down my face and my coach came over he's, you know, he's, he called me on. I went over and I was like, what? And he said, where are you bleeding from? I said, I'm not bleeding. I popped an eye, a blood vessel in my eye. Bleeding from your eyeball. Hey, Pritz, you got You got to take some blood you're
0: bleeding from your eyeball. I just got to point this out. You're bleeding. Your eyeball is bleeding. Yes. Yes. You just don't see that one often. I'm not going to lie to you, but have you seen it since? Have you seen the eyeball pop bleed sense anywhere? Practice match anywhere? Have you seen it? Uh,
1: I don't think so. <laughs> but <laughs> it happened to you more than six
0: against. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. sorry to laugh at that dude. We <laughs> both. Are, I did too. Oh did God!
1: Too. Darryl- but it was oh. funny. man. I mean, and so that you know, and in third period was kind of not much action. I was going after trying to catch up, but. By this time, I'm down by three or something, four, and, you know, dive in on a shot or something, try to score at the end, get scored on. But, yeah, it was a fun match, and it and men is always fun. You know, I've, I've worked several camps with him over the years, and he's a great friend and awesome dude. And so, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool, man. Dude, that's funny.
0: So the next – so that was, was that your sophomore or junior year? That
1: was my – that was technically – that was my – I had two years of junior college at Garden City. Then Eastern Michigan for two years. Then my six. So that was my third year of college. Dude. So I guess my red shirt's off. You went to Garden City, Kansas? I did. <laughs> oh my
0: God. Dude, what are they, the Bronx, the Ryder, the Cement Rider, or oh, they got some weird name? What is it? The Bronx the Bronc- Bronc- Busters. Oh, yeah. What's a Bronx Buster?
1: Dude, it was. <laughs> It was the most unique experience. <laughs> my, my best friends are still there. Are still from there. <laughs> they don't have
0: it's wrestling little, anymore, they, do
1: they? They don't. They, my, don't they actually. Wrestling. They dropped my. They dropped my last year. So that's why you, you, you were you going to do three years there? No way. I, I mean, my whole goal there was, you know, go move there, on. move on, register year, wrestle here. And, and I, even then when I, I remember when Smith called me because he was, he was at Cornell already, you know, I took a year off before I went to the fire Academy and like, and I wasn't going to wrestle in college, but I was going crazy without it, you know? And, uh, I just, that's all I wanted to do. And so I called him up and he was at Cornell at the time with Jack Spates. And he, he I called him up and said, Hey, I want to wrestle. I got to wrestle. And he called me back a week later and said, yeah, you're, you're going to garden city. So you're going to Garden City. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. So I just I I literally started searching around trying to figure out where it was. Again, this there's no internet. Yeah. You know, I mean yeah, I mean there was, but not really not like it it's is. Not you widespread.
0: Know? And, People weren't using it and, like they use it now.
1: So I called them up and hammer hammered so, I said, man, coach, I can't I can't find a junior college in, in Jersey I just assumed it was the Garden State, Garden City, you know. <laughs> he said, no, nah, man, you're, you're going to Kansas. I said, Coach, oh. I'm not going anywhere to Kansas. <laughs> and he's like, yes, you are. It's like, all right. So then I got the coach's number and called him up and said, Mark Lean, I'm, you don't know me, but I'm Lee Pritz and won a couple of state titles down here in Florida, and I'm coming to Garden City. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he said, all right,
0: let's Lee, go. Mark Lean, who, that's not Jordan. Jordan? Jordan's dead.
1: Yes. Because he was the Chattanooga coach. Yes, he was at Garden City before that.
0: Dude, I got to tell you a story about when I wrestled against Chattanooga. I'll send you the video. I wrestled this dude from Chattanooga who murdered all these prostitutes, and they were, like, pregnant. He murdered, no like, four people. David Tyner was this guy's name. And Lean oh was his God. coach, I believe. Listen. I know Lean didn't teach the guy to murder people. I get that, right? I understand <laughs> no. that. Not what I'm saying here. But that guy was at uh, Chattanooga, and I believe Lean was the coach because I wrestled the dude in like 99, 2000, 2001 type. type. Yeah. Was Lean there then? He was there then, wasn't he, in Chattanooga? He had, yeah, he was. He had to be. Yeah. So I mean, the dude was really good, though. The guy won the Southern Conference and qualified for NCA's. but I wrestled him. And the match almost turned into a fist fight a bunch of times. Yeah, the dude's gang name was, like, Hooligan. <laughs> dude, the dude was a bad dude, man. He was just, like, this mean-looking dude. And then you should That's see, like, crazy. the mug shots. You know, he just, his neck's massive. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I wrestled that dude. But Lean was the coach at, at, at mm-hmm. Chattanooga when that guy was on the team. Yeah, I definitely. I, I, I know Lean didn't teach him those behaviors. I get that. No, oh, I know. But – what was it like when you got
1: to Garden City? Was Jordan like a little redheaded dude running around? He was. He was. He was like 7 8 years old, you know, just running around the room and, you know, you know, he was always around, you know. He was always around, but it was it was I went from South Florida, you know, to Garden City, Kansas. It was to say the least a culture shock. <laughs> yeah. And then and
0: know? then listen, Ipsilani ipsilanti is like the stepchild of ann arbor they touch (laughs) but it's a different world than ann arbor it's not the same it literally is location wise but when you
1: get into ipsy it's a different feel than ann arbor it's totally different so i'm on a recruiting trip uh and and ramiko blackman was there with me at the time you know uh you know matt we had a whole bunch of cool cats you know but I figured you know Ramigo up top of your brain. But yeah. Yeah. So, um, great. I mean, all those guys. I'm so close to those guys till this day. That team, you know. And But on my recruiting trip, uh, they, we were going across the tracks to somebody's apartment to get some people and head out somewhere. Right. And I uh, I'm standing outside. On um, they have these stairs, like five, six stairs that lead up, and there's you know, concrete, you know, and there's a door, and on each side of the door there's I don't know three, four foot of glass. Well, I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, <laughs> here comes someone diving out the window, oh, tuck and roll, right, and glass is shattering, and you know, I grew up in South Florida, I I knew enough to know that man it's time to go so I just turned and bounced oh. when I see him rolling I'm like time to go head left and just run so I just bounced who was <laughs> it who was it a guy was chasing the the with a gun go, gun and you went yeah. there and you went there oh I loved it I was like coach I'm coming this place is nuts <laughs> <laughs> But but it wasn't. But it was just the teammates in the place. The reason I liked it is the the team was so good. It, it could have been anything. I was going there because Willie Gatson, right? Willie Gatson was my guy, and I didn't care really what the environment was or who was around it or you know, the only thing I I couldn't get back, Willie Gatson. I knew him when I was in high school, and I knew what he was about, and he believed in me and trusted me, and and I did the same to him, and so, you know, he could have told me we were going to Antarctica, and I would have went there and told him it was beautiful, you know, so that's really the drive. Those two
0: guys recruited you, and once again, it goes back into how this is a triangle, and we're all interconnected, right? So Kyvan would have been like a little boy. Five years old. Yeah. Jordan lean would have been a little boy. yep. And you wrestled for both of their dads at two different college programs. That, that is wild, my friend. So it's like when you see those guys and you probably give them a big, you know, big hug, big hugs. It's probably like, I've known these dudes since they were snot nosed. Oh yeah. Literally. You knew the dudes when they were snot nosed. You knew them when they were like little boys. Hey dad, I gotta go to the bathroom. You know, like About the stuff I'm dealing with with my kids. Hey, dad, I need you to wash this, that, or the other. Hey, dad, come and yeah, wipe me yeah. off. You, know, you know, I mean, it was probably like, you get my point? Like, it's,
1: that's special,
0: yeah. man, to know people like that when they're little like that. It's awesome. I love it.
1: Well, my nephew, my nephew used to wrestle Kyvan's older brother, Jared, when they were like five or six years old. You know, because Coach Gatson was down in Florida coaching in high school for a couple of years. And so, wow, so that's a little, man, my nephew, who's like a son to me, you know, he's 10 years younger than me, but I was like, you know, he was everywhere I was, you know, so he used to wrestle and he was pretty salty as a, as a little joker. And so coach Gasson used to always come up to me like, man, boo, that kid's going to be good. You know, boo, that kid's going to be good. You know, and that's how he was talking. I was like, and he's like, man, Jerry's pretty good, but he, he'd be whipping his ass. He'd give out them ass whippings for free. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your nephew? Uh his name's his name's Victor DiBonzo. He actually, he actually, God, and I can go story after stories on me, but he wrestled when he was little, about eight years old. He st- from like four to eight, he was a monster. Yeah. And then he was like, and I, you know, obviously I was fried him out as fast as I possibly could <laughs> not, yeah. not thinking anything different. Just man, if you're going three hours a day right now, you're going to be, you know, again, you're gonna be hammer. yeah, I was wrestling for, uh, you know, I had two years to wrestle under me and you know, he already had a year under him, you know, we were going, you know, it's crazy so, and you're, you're 10 years apart and he's a little kid. You're a high schooler, right? Right. So I was just figuring I'm going to bring him right now and, you know, I fell in love with the sports house. So like, I'm going to bring this dude right along with me, and he's going to just – he's going to be a monster. And, you know, sure enough, eight years old, he's done. And by the time he gets to high school, you know, he loves football, loves basketball. But he, at the time, he wasn't huge. You know, he's still tiny. And uh, he goes to St. Thomas Aquinas High School, which is legendary for their They're sports. They're really, really good at football. Is that in Lakeland? No, down in Fort Lauderdale. Down it's In Fort in, Lauderdale, you know, okay. Yes, down in Fort Lauderdale. But – their their sports are legendary. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, Michael Urban, all those guys came out of there, you know, wow. like all those legends. Yeah, they have so many pro players that came out of there. Just legendary sports. And yeah. So the the A D, uh George Smith, who is awesome too, and he's actually his son in law is uh Roger Chandler from Michigan State. Really?
0: Yeah. So deep. It's all so deep, man. It's so deep. It's so, so deep. It's like the mob. You, can, you want to get out of it, but you just can't. can't. you went into and the witness uh, relocation program, you wouldn't stand a chance.
1: No chance. You'd stand no I, chance. I well, the, a the a half. day
0: and age of the smartphone, I don't think anybody stands a chance. But
1: yeah. dude, there's video. So here's what happened. He, his, his freshman year, he want, he's going to play basketball and football. And, or I guess football season and basketball season. And two weeks in, they cut him from basketball because they want him to wrestle. You know, George, and George Smith told me, that. he's like, he's 112 pounds, he needs to wrestle. And I'm like, yeah, but he really wants to play, he goes, he needs to wrestle. I said, okay. So my nephew, like, passed the ball behind his back and went for a layup, and they coached, you do that again, you're done. And he said, okay. So a week later, he does it, not thinking, and you're out of here. So my nephew calls me distraught. You know, I'm in junior college now. Oh, they tell me from the basketball team. I'm like, oh, looks so like you got to wrestle, you know. And so he ends up wrestling. Oh, you, so he came back. He came back. So he wrestles 9th, tenth, eleventh, and he does all right. I think he qualifies for you. Know, but they're playing football. You know, they're in the state finals every year from his freshman year through his senior year. So they're not getting done till late, and you know, by this time his senior year, and he's never placed anything before. But his senior year, he's getting ready to go to University of Pennsylvania play football. He's going to UPenn. And, you know, he's like, coach, or he called me, it's Unc, I don't want to wrestle, but, you know, I just want to lift. I said, dude, just do that. And we used to run camps at St. Thomas at the time. And he's like, hey, if these are going to mess up your camps, I'll wrestle. I said, I don't care if they if mess up our camps, they, we don't belong there anyway. I said, just, you got to do you. And then like two days later, he called me and he's like, I'm so sore. I'm like lifting hard. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm wrestling. He goes, we got five weeks. He goes, I got to win a title. And I went, all right. So I guess he finishes. He finished second at the county, second at district, second at region. And it was funny because the first week at county finals, they're banging him for stalling. He's laying like Spider-Man on his belly, right? Yeah. And I guess he told the ref, they banged him again. You got to do something. He goes, you can keep hitting me. It doesn't matter. I can't move. He was exhausted. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, he ends up, though, and ends up his senior year beating the undefeated kid in the semis and making the state finals and wrestling. So, it was pretty no cool. No way. Yeah.
0: He came yeah. back around and made the state finals.
1: It did. It was pretty cool.
0: That is incredible. Hey, Ray, Ray Lewis wrestled in Florida, didn't he? He did. He was he a state did. champ,
1: wasn't he? I believe he was. I think maybe a two-timer.
0: That's unbelievable.
1: Like, 89, I believe. 189. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude's a freak. Freak. Freak,
0: gifted, mutant, and actually and a legendary work, I think, as well.
1: There was a couple. Uh, another one, God, was Eric uh uh heavyweight, state champ. I know he played at University of Florida. He was a legend football player at University of Florida and then went to the pros too. I can't I can't think of it right so now. Your your
0: your nephew made the state finals uh-huh. and and got cut from the basketball
1: team. Yes. That's incredible. Dude. That that's a good story. What's he do now? He runs his own business. He has a RSP Nutrition. Yeah. So he's very successful. He's all over the world. You know, he's, he's it's it, his products are all over the world. So I love he, it. And he, he, you know, he came out of pen. He wasn't doing anything. You know, he just thought somebody was going to give him a job making six figures. And wait, where did he go? Uh, you you pen. He's a genius, too. Yeah. <laughs> dude, with the pen? Yeah. He <laughs> left, left out he was a genius.
0: Come on, dude.
1: Yeah, no, he played.
0: That, that doesn't really. The story needs that,
1: too. Come on. He played football at Penn. <laughs> Come on, <No>. Lee. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> he played football at Penn. And then, he got a, a degree from Wharton. No, he he ended up not. He he was gonna try to get in there, and then he decided not to. And, um, you know, he he enjoyed his time there, but then afterwards, he really. He know, got he, a degree. He graduated. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. did, but he he, he, <laughs> he, he, he wasn't doing. Anything. <laughs> Come on, man!
0: Right? The guy's an like Ivy leaguer. Come on, big time! I love it. So is he back in Florida. Dude. Is he in Florida? He is. He's in Florida. Smart. He's so smart, He's, dude. Dude, six, please told me hold what you're doing
1: tonight with the pool.
0: Uh, <laughs> Zeb.
1: Uh, hold on, Zeb. Six uh, months after graduation, he was sitting on his mom's couch still. I said, dude, go get a job at McDonald's. I go, at least, you know, you'll be able to make – I said, you got an Ivy League degree. You can be a manager in no time, <laughs> you know, and kind of, you know, bust the say something schedule. You would say something like that. Yeah, because I was, he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And so he went into like banking or something and like for like another six months and he was ready to shoot himself every day, you know, and finally he just decided he was quitting everything and started this business and man, you know, and, and now it's a multi-million dollar business. He's killing it.
0: Sometimes you get a bet on yourself, Lee Pritz.
1: Yeah. I was so happy for him, man. He's killing
0: it. Okay. So you're at the JUCO. Well, first off, what was your best finish in the JUCOs? Did you qualify for the nationals? How did you do in JUCO?
1: No. Oh. So my first year, I said I was redshirting. You know, I I came in and told I'm redshirting this year, wrestle Like I had a whole plan, even though I knew I, this is what I was told I was going to do. So I went in kind of not understanding how this works. Just hey, I'm going to redshirt this year, wrestle next year. And not to mention, there was like 11, 18 pounders when I got there, and I was like. 10th or 11th I was somewhere in that rank and uh you know by by december january um top two or three you know and so i'm getting better every day and you know i remember winning a wrestle off you know at, right at the end before regionals and and one pretty big and i remember you know Lee's like all right you, you got a and i was like coach i'm not coming out of red shirt for you know Two matches at region, four at the national. I said six matches. Six, I'm not going to do it. I said, and sure enough, uh, and and we didn't need the guy. We had ended up, I think, second. For, he might have won at first. I, he was second. He was second at, at the judo. So then, the next year, I ended up uh, not making the team. Our 26 pounder dropped down to 18, and. Uh, yeah, so I didn't I didn't make the team. Uh had a wrestle off right at the beginning of the year. And it was tight. It was like a, you know, two point match. you know, one of those seven five or nine seven, one of those matches. And uh that was really the only wrestle off I got. But every now and then Lean would call me up like, Hey, he can't make weight. You know, it'd be like 10 o'clock on, on Thursday night. He can't make weight for tomorrow's match. I'd be like twelve over, you know, and all of a sudden, oh, whoa, I'm in, I'm in, you know, just starving to get time and yeah. wrestling you where I could. And, uh, yeah. And so sure enough, uh, yeah, I didn't make the team, but that team did really good. back that team won back to back national titles So, you know, we had a really, really good team and yeah. And then, uh, yeah, from there I, I left and went to Eastern.
0: Dude, you were never a starter on your Juco team.
1: No. <laughs>
0: you gotta, your story, your story is the most bizarre not path traveled story I think I've ever heard. Like it is not, it is the least traveled path I think I've ever heard of.
1: Yes. It's, it wasn't, it wasn't a normal path for sure.
0: <laughs> so how, how does, how does Eastern Michigan, he recruited you because he knew you from high school, right? Willie knew you from high school. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know, it's, uh, I forget who he was talking to. But I was taught I was with him at the at the I was standing with him at Junior at JUCO Nationals because I was there every year with the team. Um, and I remember standing there with him and uh, God, who was he telling? And I I know he's an Arizona State grad. I can't think of who he was telling at the right off the top of my head, but he was standing there talking to him and he goes, Hey, and this where regardless of what where I, it was an Ips lane or whatever I was going with him. I remember him telling the guy, he because the guy was like, who, who who you here looking at? He goes, I already got my guy. He goes, he's not wrestling the tournament, but he's the best guy here. And I was like, oh yeah, he got me. <laughs> <just> got it. <laughs> yeah. I was got it. his guy. And so I was in, I was like, man, this dude believes in me. And and that's, you know, and, and I knew That was long before I ever went on a recruiting trip with him and everything, and I knew I was going with him. Well, dude, think about it though.
0: The things that you're supposed to get out of college wrestling, you got out of college wrestling. Sure you did the weird transfer thing to clarion and maybe you didn't make your meet your goals there, right? But you went to you went to Ypsilanti, you went to Eastern Michigan, you you were an all American and you got a degree. And you probably if I know Lee Pritt and I think I know probably had a good
1: time too. It, I had a great time. You know, but here's 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 a cool. Thing. See, after my after my in the middle of my junior year, so right after that that year that I played in the middle of my junior year, and we won the conference title that year in '96. We won the the Mac conference. Did you win the, Mac? the final, Yeah, we had six in the finals, five champs. Okay. And uh, you know, I, and I remember the next year. It was like after the second weekend of, of mid-November, Gadsden comes in and says he's, he's – his wife and kids were back in Iowa because his wife was getting her doctorate. And, and coach came in and told, set the team down and goes, hey, I, I, I got to leave. I'm going back to Iowa. And, you know, like devastated, right? I was devastated. And the team was devastated. And sure enough, it just didn't go well, you know. That 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 next year we returned the entire team, the same team minus Ramiko Blackman, and we won a total of five matches at the conference that year. Wow! And I had to pick. I won three. We had two other guys win one, and we had the same team. Wow! And you won the conference the year before. Yes, that is incredible. So so, you know, the coaching everything was just. The dynamic just fell apart, right? Well, yeah, and and so that's why I was like, I can't stay here; I have to go.
0: Who took over? Was it Charlie Jones? Then it was. So Charlie Jones is a is a real weird, curious case because he won the NCA's the weight below Kevin Randleman. They both went to Sandusky High, but he was like way older than Kevin Randleman
1: because he, he was
0: he a, a post grad. He, or he was a guy that he did. He did military, and then he came back as, like, a grown man. Dude, did you ever see how massive he was at 167? Dude, he was 28 years old when he won the title. Yeah, he was, like, 28 when he won the title. Because Randleman and him both went to Sandusky High, but he was, like, a 1983
1: grad. Randleman was, like, an
0: 89 grad.
1: where Where our manager at Eastern, Nikki Wilson, She's from Sandusky and her dad coached at Sandusky. No way. Yes.
0: It's all it's all <laughs> intermingled, man. Because that's the area I'm from. Like I'm covering the Sandusky Bay Conference meet uh, on Saturday. Right. That's the conference I wrestled in a throughout conference. Ian, my nephew, Ian, my nephew, all my nephews wrestled in and my brothers. We all wrestled in that conference. So that's you know wow, what I mean? Like right? that, that, that go, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy, like just once again, all intermingled. Lee Pritz, So you left to go your senior year It was between Illinois and Clarion. How did you do at Clarion? When you finally pulled the trigger, you went,
1: did you go to 26? Were you at 18? Where were you? No, I stayed at 18. Um, it was, it was awesome. Ken Ellis was a head coach, great dude. Um, but the Jack Davis was no longer coaching there. Okay. Right. There but Jack Davis uh, is, you know, a great coach and a mastermind recruiter, you know, and so – and I knew I was going to coach. I spent a lot of time with Jack in my 14 months around playing. I was there, you know, through the summer, so I was there around 14 months. And I spent a lot of time with Jack. I used to go water skiing with Jack and stuff like that and picking his brain and actually working out with his kids and stuff. But, his kid man, was a had, stud. Jack's kid was a stud, stud baseball player. That's right. He has two he had he had two sons that were both great athletes. Know, I think the boys. one was a
0: state champion wrestling and then like a pro baseball player. Yeah.
1: Yes. I, I I believe yeah, at least in the minors or something. Yeah, yeah, they were good. The pro. They were, <laughs> you get paid to do it. <laughs> and outstanding. I mean like they were all great at water sports. I think Jack and his wife Jackie both uh performed in the, you know, in the, down in Florida at the uh you know, at all the water show water ski shows. Okay. In Orlando, so I mean, we used to go out there and just so being around him and and Bob Bub was there, right? Bob Bub, you know, and you just spend you spend every ten minutes you spend with him, you you become a better person, you know. He was that kind of guy, and I probably needed at the time when I was still young and thinking, you know, fighting was the way, right? So yeah, but this is how you do things, you know. Take your hat off in the building. He was that guy, and you know and I was a little wilder and, and so meeting a guy like that and, and helped tame me a little bit too and so it was good I mean just in the technique man then you get in the room and you have Mark Angle and you know and my boy Jason Moni transferred with me my best friend in the world he trained he two-time junior college champ and high school national champ and you know so he ended up going to clear we both went to Clarion together and you know that was really cool and Tom told me was on that team. and I didn't go, there were so many good guys on there, but just the guys that I was working out with Mark angle and then working out on a daily with Sheldon Thomas and Rob Eider, was the, the amount of technique that was coming my way was mind blowing. Yeah. You know, and and here's something said that I used to wrestle at the time. I, I prided myself on wrestling hard, you know, and, and that's great for folks style, but it's not going to take you far right I was like man wrestle hard wrestle hard, and so was, I was really kind of proud more proud than being all American I was like everybody I wrestled took entry time against me. Which was good I was like Okay, that means my pace is high, this is good, they you know it's going to break through sooner or later i'm going to break through well my senior year. Nobody was taking injury time because I was learning so much technique I was trying to be technical but. And it was great. So it was probably the best things ever happened for me for my coaching career. Cause it showed me a whole another side of wrestling, you know, and man, so it was just, it, it, as far as ha- I had four coaches, yeah, four coaches in five years. And it, knowing that I wanted to be a coach, I was studying all of them and man, it was, it was, I couldn't ask for a better situation for, the career path I was going than what I went through in college.
0: They prepped you. Like what you're saying is you learned from the best coaches. I mean, dude, when you just mentioned the four people that you brought up, that's incredible. The people that you dealt with. And then, you know, obviously Charlie Jones is a different, he's a different beast compared to all those other guys. Right. Because I remember he was the coach at Eastern when I was at Kent state, you know, and, and, you know, like I was a national champ, he, but he was just, the guy was a freak, you know what I mean? He was a freak. He won at twenty eight years old, so I don't know if his imparting is the same of uh, imparting as Bob Bub, or Rob Biter, yeah. right? Or yeah. Brian Smith, or oh, yeah. Coach Lean, right? Or Willie Gadsden, right? It's just it's totally different. So you 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 were just man, you were all over the place. That's crazy. It's
1: so, so It's and then in the summers. And then you got to remember, in the summers, I'm spending all summer, every summer after my freshman year, with the Gravy School of wrestling with Old Man Martin and Steve Martin and Wayne Martin, you know. And you know there were so many guys. There were so many guys in there, like that were that were great. Things like Mark Strickland, Carl Perry, you know. And yeah, you know, I can go on. Brian Stith was around all the time then, and Bubba Jenkins was around all the time. And even though he's high school, you know, just. Phenomenal sailors, fish corns, you know, all these guys were around and young, but just unbelievable. Nate Parker's, you know, just unbelievable. What was that connection there, by the way?
0: How did you and Martin? Did you you're just because you're a wrestling fanatic? You're a yeah. nut. You love it. I mean, you love, you know, what's you know, what's the connection with pack What's the connection with uh with uh you know Martin at, at ODU? What are these connections? We get the connection between you and
1: Brian Smith, right? What's yeah. the connection with Martin? So, Mark Strickland, on the first night at JUCO, we get to the dorm, his dad's there dropping him off. My dad's there and we're right across the hall from each other. And, you know, we went and hung out that first night we got there and we became, you know, incredibly close from that day on. And sometime in the fall, he said, hey, my coaches, and we're so dumb, you know, we don't know, my coaches are in Kansas City doing a camp you know, for the weekend, you want to go over there? We're like, yeah, we're figuring, hey, we're in Kansas. Kansas Five City hours. can't be that far. Five hours, and seven eight, hours? Eight, seven, eight hours.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> so <laughs>
0: so, so we Stripland
1: went the Great Bridge. Is that is that the went to Great Bridge. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we drove over and, and did a three-day camp over there somewhere in Kansas City. And at the end of the camp, uh old man Martin came over and said, Hey, you ought to you ought to come out this summer. He was like, I can't pay you, but you know, you come out, we'll give you a place to, to stay and, and give you food. And so I was like, heck yeah, I'm in. And Strickland said, I'll take care of you on weekends. You know, all of our people there, you know, so Thursday when we get out of camp till Sunday when we go back, I got you. So I was, I think I, I thought I was winning. I thought I was killing it. I'm like, yeah. man, you know, I'm over it. I'm like, I didn't know people were getting paid. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you were getting paid in knowledge and workout partners. yeah i was and then th- there was times we'd go down to the farm on the weekend you know there's and, I, and then i hit it that's where steve and i that first summer steve and i hit it off real good right away and steve was still young and crazier than he is now and was uh, he pummeling you was he just smashing you oh dude he was so tough <laughs> it was awesome you know hips was, straight out, how
0: about when he when he hobbled around for like a year, like decades?
1: yeah, was yeah. so bad, dude it was bad, but he would take he'd he take us to, he would, hey, let's go to the farm, and I think that I thought it was a great idea first when get down on the farm next thing you know his old man would get up off he his old man would be in there watching the video he had like the highest tech video you' ever seen at that time, and he could rewind things like this nice and like in real time, you know like stuff they're doing now he had yeah and, and he would get up off the car hey let's go and as soon as I walk in he grab you and put you in the and put you through a three hour drill session in the garage you know <laughs> and, yeah, that's a, wild my, yeah so that's oh and then, my god right, so that's he, the connection
0: strickland's the connection that's correct strickland don't play he don't
1: play <laughs>
0: strickland will fist fight you
1: a uh, hundred times <laughs> He's a good dude there, right? He's the best. I love he, He's got a heart of gold, man. He's got is a he heart of gold. Is he still in Virginia? He is. He, uh, they run the, uh, you know, he runs a club out there. I was like, man, I was getting ready to talk about it. I was like, that's probably legal, you know, but he runs a club to, out there.
0: Well, yeah, you don't have to talk about it. Don't talk about the club yeah. because – Listen, yeah. there's a club here in Ohio I want you to get out to and check out. And You know, it's Burnett trained another Clarion guy. And Scotty and oh. Scotty was a uh, Nebraska guy and an Iowa Central guy. So we'd love to have you guys out this some summer and it. just check out what they got. You know, it's a great club. And it's Logan Stevers Club. And my nephew Ian Russell awesome. is a club. My nephew Wyatt. It's a great club. So we'd love to have you out and check the club out. And, I, you know, and I, listen, I get it. We can't mention recruits' names, but. I think people know, cause I wear the ASU gear that, you know, that, that, that first off Tempe, Tempe is pretty sweet. We all know that, you know, that. right. It's pretty sweet forks up, but, um, you know, we haven't talked about that, right. We talked, we know you got the Brian Smith and then how long were you at yeah. NC state, by the way,
1: two years, two years. How, how long at Mizzou? Uh, I did six years, Missouri, three years old dominion back to Missouri for three. NC State for two, ASU my 10th season. Okay, so
0: you're 10 years. So you are almost more years at ASU than all those others combined, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm close. Close. I'm, well, close. I was at Missouri nine years. I was at Missouri nine years. Because it was two stints. Yep.
0: Yep. Two stints and then two short stints, two and a three at Old Dominion and NC State, right? Correct. Okay. So yeah, I mean, wow, you were at Missouri for a while hey we wrestled you guys in the duel yeah uh virginia duels i lost to barker was at heavyweight oh yeah and that was a freshman year i wrestled rye stone maybe Does that sound oh, right yeah
1: he had arms about this big yeah he was a mutant but i think yeah. he was
0: an 84 like i was like a small undersized 97 so Think he yeah. beat me three to two or four to three, whatever one you know, yeah. the the same college match that you see hundreds of times over and over. One yeah. guy gets a takedown, yeah, the other yeah. guy on for the last minute, you know, can't score, the other guy wins four three. You know, you know the match. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so tell me about ASU, tell me about Tempe, Arizona. First things first, do you live in Tempe or do you live in Chandler? Do you live in Mesa, Phoenix? Where do you live?
1: I live in Chandler. If I had my way. I would have set up shop a hundred feet from the rest room and never left. But, uh, when I got here, my, my kids were young. Uh, and so the my ex-wife wanted to be at the Chandler school district. So, you know, we moved out here and it's only, it's, and again, it's, I'm out here. We're 12 miles away, you know? Uh, and it's awesome. You know, it's, I love where I live and. You know, Janae and I live in this, in this apartment complex now, which is just, it's 300 yards away from my kids, number one, and number two, it's, it's resort-style living, so, you know, we have two, like, giant Vegas-sized pools, with, like, cabanas and outdoor sand volleyball and basketball and gyms, and, you know, just, it, it's, it's grills everywhere, outside TVs, it's, it's just, it's outdoor living in Arizona, it's awesome.
0: How far um, do you have to drive? Are you on the same side of Phoenix as uh, Tempe?
1: No, it's kind of like Phoenix, Tempe, Chandler. So So I gotta go through Phoenix. Like, just traffic bad. I guess is my point. No, 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 no. It takes me twenty minutes to get to work. Okay. And how old are your kids now? My well, we got the Brady Bunch. So my wife has an 18-year-old, so when I say she, I'm going to say her, her daughter's 18, and okay. they're our daughter, but my son's 16. Okay. And then 13, and my daughter's 13, and okay. then her son's 12, so we have the Brady Bunch. It's awesome. Oh,
0: wow. Wow, and so there, there are two. there's two households, but you're right next to each other.
1: 300 yards. That's awesome. You got to like that, yeah? It's so cool.
0: And is that the painting behind you of you and your son, you coaching and and your son's? Yeah,
1: that's awesome, man. That is yeah. so cool, Lee. I love it, man. He had
0: a great head of hair. Thanks,
1: dude. Jason Money, like I said, my best friend, that's his wife, Lena Money. And she did that. That's an oil painting. That's so awesome, dude. Man, she's an unbelievable artist. What she that got in. Great. She sent that to me. That's, and it's four foot by four foot. And, dude. When she said, like, I, I, I saw new things in there, new layers in there for months. That is amazing. Yeah. That Thank is, you. like,
0: Tadaki does stuff like that, but doesn't he doesn't do quite, like, as detailed. His is just, like, it's a different genre, different
1: style, oh, yeah. right? Like, it's just different. I, but, I have one. I have Tadakis. I have a copy of one He's of got Tidaki. a Dave
0: Schultz one he's done. He's got, he's got a bunch of really cool ones. His are different, wow. though. Like, the concept of art is different.
1: I but, think Jack... Bates had that one.
0: Spates yeah. has the, the Schultz the one? Big, the big four-foot-by-four-foot four Dave Schultz one. Where he's hitting that, like, arm Kimura? Yeah, I think. Is that I what think, it is? Is he hitting, like, an arm Kimura? He is, isn't he? I think he is.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's the original or a copy, but I know Jack had something hanging up in his house like that. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, Tadaki does a lot of that stuff. Tadaki's done some stuff for me today. Yeah, I'm, I, I like – because he comes. he's a brunette guy. He's a,
1: oh, yeah. always he's at
0: Eric's awesome. at the camps in the summer, you know, showing kendo. I see you got a – is that a samurai? Is that a saber behind you? What is that?
1: It is. When, uh, a, a guy made it for me out of a tree branch. Oh, that's cool. And, you know, and he actually presented it to me. At, I did a camp down there, a few camps, and he presented it to me, and he was, it was really cool.
0: Tadaki does kendo at the camps for footwork. So he actually taught my nephew Ian the inside trip that he does, like an inside trip from space. Uh-huh. It's Tadaki's yeah. footwork. Because I was like, where did he learn that footwork? And then I was like, "Tadaki's like, he learned
1: it from me. I was like, okay, that makes sense. So, so but, here's, my, here's my Tadaki story. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> this will really – and I'm telling stuff that I've never told before, but this will – this is how crazy my thinking was when I was young and in college. So I wrestled Ben had a first round of NCAs.
0: Ben was at Penn, right? Or Stanford? He was at Penn. Penn, okay. And Robert so
1: Stanford. I think so, yes. Yeah, that's right. In my brain, I'm like, and I already knew about Tadaki, right? I never met him. But I've heard stories. I knew about him. I knew he was a genius, right? Everyone's called, hey, he's a wrestling genius. He's a wrestling mind. And so I've heard his name enough that I knew I wanted, I wanted time with him. So in my mind, I might even verbalize it to Coach Gats. Like, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, you got this guy doing it. I said, oh, yeah, I want this dude. I said, I know who this is, Coach. I said, when I, when I beat him, when I beat him, I said, the doc, he's going to work with me. <laughs> and i beat him and tadaki didn't talk to me for two years <laughs> uh, that's something i guess I was him, oh, oh I was like great.
0: no jesse goes planned.
1: <laughs> oh dude
0: he's <laughs> one of the best dudes i know man he's a great guy tadaki's a good he dude is. we went to him and my wife and i went to him and his wife's uh anniversary if they're 50, they're just great people, man, I was at St. Ignatius high school it was a beautiful reception. And he's just, he's always been so good to me. And he's just, he's just awesome. I love Tadaki and, you know, as he's getting up there in age, he's still articulate when he, sh- the guy can still show technique. And he's like 78, 79. That's amazing. You know, his incredible. family took the sport. That's of wrestling. Incredible. Dude, yeah. He can still do his age and ups He said his shoulders getting worse, but he's just, always oh, just been so gracious and awesome to me, and, and you know his family took the sport of wrestling to Japan, and yeah, yeah man, I, I, I'm a fan of tadaki, always have been, but um, he busts me my too. chops a lot, though. he does bust my chops a lot, and some people are like, Oh, you, you know, that guy mess, I'm like, yeah, it's okay, he's alright. <laughs> okay, we're gonna let, we're gonna give the legend a pass here, I and mean, if he wants it's, to bust my chops, a- I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let it be, we're good, I'm respectful, I'm good, <laughs> it's funny too. And That's there. right, it, it's out of love, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, dude, let's talk Sun Devils. We've been on here yeah. talking for almost an hour. We have talked zero forks, forks up. Sun Devils. Talk go. to me about Sun Devils. Fourth place finish last year in the NCAA tournament, right? We brought a trophy back yeah. to Tempe. Yep. The last team, the only team, west of the Rocky Mountains in the modern era, to win an NCAA team title in 1988 with Bobby Douglas as the head coach, yep. it can be done in Tempe, and there's no question about it. You're delusional if you don't think you can get it done in Tempe. In my opinion,
1: yeah, I think it can be done for sure. Uh, Zeke Jones was on that team as well. He was he was he was an athlete on that team that won in '88. Uh, you know, Art Martori, who runs Sun obviously he was highly involved in 1980, Jesse, as he is now, uh, you know, so a, a lot of the same pieces of the puzzle and the people that designed the, and I, I hate to use the formula or blueprint because you got to change it every year, depending on, you know, how, how the makeup of your programs, look, how, how everything looks, right? And, and what, how you need to build it. But uh, the people that were involved in winning one, are, are still involved to this day. And, but now they're, you know, everyone, it, it, the last few years and Zeke's always been very into the scientific approach of the sport, you know, and man, it, it, it's amazing the things that I've been able to learn, you know, just spending the last eight years with them. Right. And, and, and it's not just what he necessarily, he's shown me it's, Watching him seek out better ways of doing things, right? So you take a guy that you know has accomplished so much in the sport, and he's not saying, "Hey, this is how you do it." He's saying, "Hey, let's go find a better way to do it." And it, it and that's what I think is really cool about the leadership of the program is he's going out saying, "Okay, I also know we have to train at a certain level, but you know." there's a time to train speed. There's a time to train, uh, endurance. There's a time to train strength, you know? So, and there's different ways to do it. And, and you know, he's getting with sports physiologists and nutrition and, and putting all those pieces together. And it's pretty cool, man.
0: When you look at the, there's no question. Um, you guys are the last team to beat Penn state in a dual meet, I believe. Yes, sir. Um, People can say whatever they want to about it, whatever their lineup was, but it's really hard to beat Penn State in a duel. Yeah. Regardless of what lineup they're sending out, right? So just give you an example. A 197 right now. Yeah. The backup is an All-American. Yeah. <laughs> right. Somebody celebrated and partied on him. They beat him. It might have been um, the Nebraska 97. Is it Schultz? Right. Schultz partied on him, and someone's like, why is, why is Schultz celebrating? It's our backup. And I'm like, The dude's an All-American. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, the guy's. But like the fact good. that I got to
0: say that to you, you don't, you might not get this. I don't even know who it was. It was somebody who is a, you know, who knows wrestling. You know, I forget right. who it was. Somebody who knew wrestling who was just, it was kind of a bitter, salty Penn State fan. Whatever, I get right. it. But I'm like, right. Come on, man. He's partying. The guy's an All-American. He just beat. And that's what they got a lot of. They got yeah. a lot of that up and down the lineup. They're deep. They're Penn State. It's what Iowa was in the late 70s and 80s.
1: Yeah. Straight up. And, it's and what you know, it is. It's what it is. It's what it is. And and you gotta understand the year before, you know, 12 months earlier, we go in uh, we go into state college and you know, Brandon Courtney won at twenty-five and we didn't win another match. You, guys got, you got nine to one? Yes. And you flipped that and won that in the next season. (laughs) Correct. That's amazing. So that's, it was, it was, and it it was pretty amazing how, and we kind of knew we weren't prepared going in there, you know, and the guys felt it. and Man, that, that, that that match, when we took that beat and gave it, you know, it changed us, right? It changed us. And. The team got more focused, everything it, everything got better from that day, you know, and we went out and, and sought better ways to do things and brought more people in to get involved in where are we going wrong you know and, and asking questions and and that and that's really what I thought was was amazing because coming into the next season when we made the plan, you know it was we couldn't actually be peaking for Penn State because we two weeks later we had Vegas which is basically, you know, a huge ranking tournament, right? So yeah, they, uh, sports physiologists and and our staff and strength condition coaches, we got together and they basically said, hey, X amount of days out, you need to do this kind of training. And, you know, and then right after Penn state, you get to go back into this kind of training for three days. And then we're back into the, you know, peaking training, you know, and, and, you know, all it's basically all of our speed training to develop our power and stuff. And so, Sure enough, man, it was, uh, it was unbelievable to watch the predictions to the results, right? Uh, and, and again, we had to use our wrestling knowledge to understand what each kind of training was because the sports physiologists didn't know anything about wrestling, but they said, you train this, this, and this. And now we had to use the knowledge they were giving us and develop wrestling plans for it. You know, and it was really cool. it was really cool to watch it watch it not only watch it work, but is to watch you know our, our strength conditioning coach, coaches world class and to watch everyone make changes in the program from the wrestling to the conditioning to the strength part of it uh, to the nutrition part of all of it, and, and that short period of time was uh was pretty pretty cool to be part of.
0: The barbarian hour is in overtime. are you Are you okay with that?
1: I'm always good with that.
0: Well, That's listen, most of my matches, I, I I was disrespectful of my man Anthony Schmalty B. Mobbin's time, Anthony Ashnault, and I don't ever want to do that again. And I normally have Jared Offer on keeping me on a leash because I can talk. I know Lee Pritz can talk. We can talk. So sometimes time gets the away from it. I can see I can see your wife moving around there in the background. She she's in and out a little bit there. And I don't want to be a thief of time because uh, I can tend to be that. And I want to be more respectful of people's time. So awesome. we're, good. we're good for Barbarian Hour, a little bit overtime, right? Let's go. Okay. So you guys knock off Penn State. That's obviously huge. They're the standard, right? Do you look yes. at it like we're chasing Penn State or we're doing us? What, what? How do you guys look at that? When you talk to Zeke, you sit down with the staff, rank the tank. Molinaro, uh, the Golden Bear, Coach Thompson, right? When you guys sit down as a staff, and then obviously if Mark Perry, you know, he's available, you've got all these minds that you can bounce stuff off of. Is it we're chasing Iowa and Penn State, or is it we're doing us and we're going to do what we do?
1: It's all of it. You know, it's all of it. And it's it's really cool about our staff is – you know we all have different backgrounds and the so there's a lot with all the different backgrounds there's a lot of crossover and similarities and there's some things that are just out of our realm that that you maybe frank brings something to the table that the rest of us don't have and each coach has something that the rest of us don't have you know and and it's really cool to to be able to present why this needs to be for you know, mark perry comes in with a whole another in you know why this needs to be implemented and how it's going to be implemented and when it's going to be implemented and so there's a little bit of we're doing us and there's a little bit of you know i would say it's more about us than it is chasing the others but at the end of the day you're doing you to chase them right i mean i mean you gotta keep up the, you gotta keep up right like keep up yeah
0: i mean you guys are in the process correct me if i'm wrong is there a new facility on the horizon there is they're okay. doing a whole
1: new olympic village it's not just for us it's it's i mean they just built five or six new fields that we have a couple of grass fields we have a couple of turf fields that they just built for you know soccer and lacrosse uh you know an athletes like. then, pavilion something like that yeah yeah i'm telling you, like an olympic field. <laughs> they just built all new sand volleyball courts gotcha. they're moving tennis over they're going to you know all the olympic sports we're getting a new facility gymnastics it, it's there in November, November of twenty twenty two, our new fifty, just like it's basically going to be like Ohio State's kind, you okay. know, sort of that fifty five hundred seat arena is opening up for for wrestling, hockey, and volleyball. So, yeah, I mean, wait, things are wait, growing.
0: Wait, wait, wait! You're in the desert. You just said the H word. Yeah, you that's guys right. have hockey. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my
1: god. How are you guys had hockey. So it was a club sport. Uh, and uh, hold on. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. It's not you. You're not you're you you see where yes. It's
1: 120 yes.
0: degrees there in the summer, my guy. Come on.
1: I know. It's beautiful. Think about that. You get to go in the, and come out there and wearing flip-flops and shorts. You get to go from the ice rink to the pool so hey i'm sorry I, I don't mean this i'm sorry
0: <laughs> didn't
1: the pro team did not the pro team leave no actually the coyotes just signed i, I believe it's a three-year contract to use while they're getting theirs redid they're using ours that starts in november for the next three years
0: i for some reason i thought that they something about their their lease was not renewed that's what it was right
1: is that baby, it? baby Yeah, that could be. Maybe I think that's, that's what,
0: what it thought. was. I, whatever. I mean, you just, I see so much news because I teach a current issues class and it's like okay. well, part of my job. Right. And I'm like, I just, I see so much information. Right. Then you can, I have a hard time placing a lot of the dates though. Cause things, you know, time flies, right. You know, you know, you have kids, Non-stop. You have kids Non-stop. And you know, up, right. But okay. Tell me about this new facility at Arizona state
1: man, it's state of the art uh, it's gonna be like fifty five hundred seats it's it's an ice rink, right? and actually they have there's gonna be that with with fans and then there's a another ice rink that's butted up right next to it, more like just a practice ice rink um that they'll have events in, but yeah, they're building two new ice rinks and they'll they'll have the you know the luxury boxes, sky boxes, and all that stuff you know uh, but it's state of the art fifty five hundred seat arena for basically three sports well
0: the mats will you do what ohio state does and elevate the mat and then you'll be on top of the ice but because we have our um our oac which is what jared my co-host normally he he runs oac which is the non-profit here in ohio ohio athletic community and the the state championships for the youth the girls and the middle school is now it's it's been for the last over decade in youngstown for the Youngstown Phantoms, it's, it's, it's always on the ice, I guess is my point. Yeah. And it's not hard to navigate. It's easy to deal with. And they've got these boards that fit together like a, you know, puzzle pieces and you're on the ice. Will you guys be on this?
1: Uh, I I imagine we have to be right. It's the same season. It's the same season. Yeah, Same season. So we have to be, so I don't know, uh, how, not, our facilities people are top notch, so I'm not worried. They, they'll yeah. they'll have I it. mean it
0: won't be an issue. I can I can already tell you it won't be an issue because I'm guessing you're gonna do what Ohio State does and do
1: the stage. I'm I'm guessing that too.
0: Will it be five mats, do you think? Will the facility be five mats like Ohio State's?
1: We're not gonna be
0: connected like they are. Okay, okay, you'll have a whole other even separate, but your We're, competition we'll, arena will be on that that rink where the rink is. Yeah. But your facility right.
1: okay, all right. Because there's just like a T, I think, like an L, whatever. Yeah, 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 I've, yeah I've been, I, I've been in there. Um, we're we're going to have a standalone room, um, and I believe it's going to be, I be, again, they changed a few times, but I believe it's going to be somewhere around six mats. Okay. Uh, what are you guys now? Five? Four? We, we have, we, it's been four mats, but we okay. ripped up. It was, it was three mats long, and then we had space for another mat. But we rolled that mat up and filled that with cardio. And Yeah, cardio, yeah. We have yeah. treadmills and neck machines, and we have this huge monkey bars and, you know, just 10, 15 airdynes and stuff like that. So
0: you guys were the first ones that actually did what Nittany Lion Wrestling Club is kind of doing now with, with Sunkist, right? Uh, I Hawkeye, believe- okay, so Hawkeye Wrestling yeah. Club, but like – you guys yes. followed that model, right? And then you went out and you found you got a donor, you got the donor, right? You got yep. the largest private landowner in the state of Arizona, the Correct. owner of the Sunkist uh, Orchards and. Yeah, Art Martori. Art Martori.
1: Is Art a ASU grad, by the way? He is. He is. Okay. He is. Did he Russell? And I believe he won it. He did. I believe he won a conference title. Not sure what conference they were then, but I believe you won a conference title. Okay. Uh as an athlete.
0: Okay. How old is Art? Uh early 70s. Early 70s. Okay. So he's all you know, he's obviously very involved in it. And you know, Sunkiss kids, and he's brought in some absolute, some of the best, right? And you want to keep your athletes around for in that post offering the postgraduate, I think, is the key thing right now. When you guys go and recruit against Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, Ohio State, you know, uh, yeah, Penn all, State, of all of them, right? All of them. You guys offer that component. You're one of the original,
1: essentially, RTCs. Is that correct? For sure. I mean, when you start looking at it, if that's really what a kid wants, right? If that's what a student athlete wants is they want to, they, they don't want a, a four or five-year program. They want the eight to 10-year program, maybe 12, you know, whatever it is, right? It's, we can provide that. And and you got to start looking at how many programs, you know, are the seventy nine programs out there, how many can actually provide that? And, you know, so, so I think it puts you in, it, it puts you in contention to be in the fight with the, with the, with the elite level guys that, that want to wrestle on the international level because they know that there's, you know, you can't do that everywhere. You can't do that everywhere, you know? So yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's the,
0: it's the human condition, limited resources.
1: Yes. Your, your,
0: your human condition is a top 10 human condition. It's not a, what Eastern Michigan was, right. Or it, some of the MAC schools are dealing with or Southern conference schools. You're, it, I, you're dealing I, with I was, a massive budget. You're in the, you know, the PAC 12.
1: And I mean, it's, it is, it's what it is though. Yeah. Zeb, I just was telling this to Eric uh, Thompson this morning. I was laughing. I go, dude, I didn't know, like when I was at Eastern Michigan, I said, it's not, not every, not every program's the same. I said, when I was Eastern, I didn't realize I wasn't playing on the same playing field. You know, I didn't realize that people traveled the University of Nationals a day and a half before with a masseuse and a nutritionist and, and had, you know, training partners and slept in hotels. I was like, I thought everybody woke up at two thirty in the morning and jumped in the car with their buddies and made it to weigh-ins on time six hours away. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> yeah, how would you know any better? You wouldn't know any better. Yeah. You I
1: said visit the other places. You wouldn't know that. It's crazy. I said, I didn't, yeah, crazy. I, yeah, I, I didn't know that they weren't taking shots yeah. of diet Mountain Dew to get juiced up because they've been cramped up in a car for six hours. <laughs> okay.
0: Talk about your senior level athletes right now. Who is on the roster at SunKist? Who is currently living and/or training in and around Tempe, Arizona?
1: Well, we're kind of in a transition, right? Because you got Zahid. Obviously, he's Zaheed, uh, who's who you know who's who's a beast. You got Josh Shields, who's a three-time All-American here. Uh, Josh Kramer, uh, he, he's still on board. He won. He was in the finals of the U.S. Open uh, last year. We got you know on the men's side, and you know we got some guys getting ready to graduate. Right, we a, a, after the last Olympic trials, you know, some of the guys left and went to the work field, and we said, all right, it's time. And so they moved on, and now we're in transition. We got some guys getting ready to graduate. You know, like you got an Anthony Valenti who's going to be training, so he's going to slide in. You got a guy like Cordell Northley if he gets another year, he'll be with us. If not, he'll slide in, you know, so you have some guys like that uh, coming in and, 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 you know, chasing their goals. And then, you know, in a year after that, you got a guy like Brandon Courtney, who's going to be 57 kilo that, you know, is great freestyler as well. And, you know, so we got a bunch of homegrown guys. And then on the female side, you know, we have a whole crew coming right now, you know, with, you got Kayla Miracle in there. You know, you got Dom Parrish in there. You got Forrest Molinar, you got Helen Morales. Uh, you got uh, Maya Nelson, who's out on injury right now, but she'll be, you know, heck, all those girls got medal. Well, you got what, three medals at the world championships this year and Maya wrestled for a bronze. Okay. You know, so. so, so not to cut you off, but I know you can't mention this because these people
0: are not—they're—they're they're still technically high school recruits. But huge news, huge. and this is me saying it, not you, Coach Pritz. Yeah, the blades—the blade sisters are going to be in Tempe. They're going to train at Sunkist. Yeah. That is like a cataclysmic shift. That's a massive event because I think they're the future of women's wrestling in the United States of America. That's my opinion. I know you're not going to necessarily weigh in it, but but I, I feel like that needs to be mentioned. That's an important thing, yeah. and I know you probably you can't comment. I'm not trying to lead you down that road. We don't want the NCA to ding you guys for a whatever you know.
1: No, and that's fine. We we don't actually have women's wrestling as a, exactly. as a college sport. So, yes. and, and I know they signed some type of contract. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but they are some kissed athletes, and I know they will be attending Arizona State. Uh, university uh, and, 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 you know, getting their degree from ASU. Dude, they're really good. They're awesome. <laughs> they're really and they're great good. People. Yeah, and great people too, you know. I they're mean,
0: really good. They're really, really, really good. I think they can, like, and, and I know that Adeline Gray and Helen have really changed the sport of women's wrestling in the United States of America. I, You know, to not mention those two, it's a crime, right? And there's ladies who care sure. for them, right? Who who did what they Clarissa Chun obviously, I mean we had we've had some just excellent uh, with Christy Morano that would be one, another one that comes oh, to yeah. mind. You know you got to mention the pioneers, but I think the Blades the Blade sisters are are. I think that they're I think they would be successful athletes at whatever they did if they wanted to be high jumpers, if they wanted to be basketball, if they uh-huh. wanted to be track, if they want what whatever it is volleyball. I think the Blade sisters are like athletes that can do anything in my opinion.
1: Yeah, they're, I think they're highly great. of them. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I do too, and I think we're uh, we're excited to get them out here. And you know, obviously they've been well coached. Uh, you know, with the programs they've been around, and we're just we're really excited to get them out here. And dude, we have a we have a group of girls that are just they're just winners, man. They're a bunch of assassins. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, you guys, you're going to win the world medal and the Olympic medal uh, case is going to get full and be pretty quick (laughs) with sun kissed, in my opinion. How often is Art Martori in your guys? does he stay away or does he come around a lot?
1: No, he's, I halfway joke him when he shows up and his daughter, Kim Martori is highly involved too, right? Like she's, she's a rock star too. So Usually when I see those two come up I'm, I, I joke them a little bit I'm like you guys hiring someone today or firing someone you know <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and they, they'll, they' you know they'll mess with me a little bit and maybe today's your day Prince. I'm like, oh, oh man I'm going, <laughs> I'm going back over here on that. <laughs>
0: So, they're, you know, they'll, they'll be around when, things, when, they're, when they need to be around is what it sounds like.
1: Yeah, they, they're, they're you know, more hands off. I mean, they're highly involved in the sport of wrestling, right? It's not just ASU. It's, they're, they're, they're involved in the sport of wrestling uh, on the world stage. You know, they're highly involved. You know, Art Martori calls NCAA titles. He calls them baby NCAA titles. He, he tells people they're cute. Like when Zaheed won his first one, he said, oh, that's cute, that little baby NCAA title. You know, like that. If that doesn't put you back in perspective, nothing will. You are like, man, I just want an NCAA title. I'm feeling pretty good. He's calling it a baby title, you know, and downplaying it, you know, because he he's really focused on Olympic gold medals and you know, world gold medals, but really Olympic gold medals. He's got high expectations. The highest, but but again, it's you know, think about it. he he. All the people that wrestled for Sunkiss, right? Zeke was Sunkiss, Cale Sanderson was Sunkiss, John Smith was Sunkiss, Sammy Henson, Sunkiss, you know, uh, Kendall Cross was Sunkiss, you know, you just go on and on with the list. And, you know, Jordan Burrow's been Sunkiss forever, you know, yeah, Kyle Snyder started out Sunkiss, you know, just on and on.
0: It's crazy. But so here's my my kind of to wrap up on, you know. We didn't talk about the Pac-12 at all, right? And and I I think that the thing that saved the Pac-12,
1: and
0: you guys dropped in like was it nine or ten? When was it? I forget.
1: Yeah, I don't know the nine or ten.
0: Let's just let's say nine or ten, maybe eight. Let's call it
1: that. Yeah, sure,
0: whatever. Nine or ten, you guys drop. Obviously, someone steps in. We know who steps in and and make sure that the sport doesn't leave Tempe, Arizona, right? Yep. And if you guys drop the Pac-12, all those schools are done. Because we already know that, the, you know, and I've always talked about it, wrestling in the West at the college level, Division One, it's in trouble, right? And, and we don't want it to be in trouble. And now with a renewed, what you guys are doing with your new facility and what Oregon State's putting into the sport and Stanford being able to be saved, Bakersfield is, you know, they, they've they beaten, being dropped multiple times, right? I mean, every other oh, yeah. year it feels like. What happened to Fresno State, obviously a setback. Um, Cal Baptist is not – they're not going to be in – are they a Big 12? Will they be Big 12? They're Big 12, I believe, they're, yeah. They're Big 12, right. So, you guys brought Little Rock in to fill the void of, of mm-hmm. uh, you know, the other teams that have left, you know, and the the conference had, you know, Fullerton, it had – geez Yeah we went through it, all the teams that have dropped it. it it's, it's mind numbing. Right. Right. In the state of California that have dropped. Um, and, you know, just obviously Washington, Washington state don't have it. Arizona doesn't have it. You know, like most of the pack 12 original members don't have it. But yeah, only You guys, schools. you guys saving saved the college sport of wrestling division one in, in the West. There's no question about it. If you guys don't do that, there's no – the wrestling stops in Colorado. Stops in Wyoming. That's where it is. That's where Division I wrestling stops if you guys didn't save it.
1: Uh, you know, and it, before
0: my time, but I agree. I mean, there's no, there's no question. There's no question. And, you know, you guys did it. You have the blueprint. You've got the blueprint to win. The only program to do it in the modern era west of the Rockies. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, and, and, and then what what Stanford was able to do, and then the season Stanford had, that's huge, right? But that conference, Dude. talk about that conference a little bit. It's not a gimme. That conference no. isn't a gimme. You got to no, no. show up at that conference, and you better, you better be ready to go. Because there's yeah. guys that are going to
1: smack you in the mouth. Every – the conference tournament is so small, right? There's every match counts. Like, yeah. literally every match counts. And I remember we won it one year, and uh, our guy – Nico Villarreal, 141, wasn't having a great year. Didn't have a great career, you know, and he was struggling, right? And, man, he went out in that Conci semis, right? Conci small tournament anyway. Conci semis. I ended up pinning the Bakersfield kid who beat him up last time and pinned him, and he came off the mat, and I told him, I said, hey, that was five points. I said, Tony, that was five points that just won the conference tournament for us. And we ended up winning by four and a half points. No way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. So it was like, it was like that match, you know, that match, or we ended up winning by like one, that something's crazy, but that match. And again, you could go through and point out a couple yeah, of matches.
0: A bunch of different matches, but just but for example, match, though,
1: that guy, the guy who had a terrible year. Yeah. ends
0: up winning the conference for you essentially by pulling through.
1: Yeah, he he, and he didn't even qualify, but he put punched in the third and fourth, gave us a few more points. But that particular match with the advancement of the pin points yeah. was and the placement points that, that was five points. And I was like, I was like, you know, that was huge, you know. And and so you look at everyone, and but the the emergence of the conference, right? Rob Cole comes into Stanford, and we all know he's a hustle. He's gonna go, he's gonna do great things, and so that's awesome. John Cerritos is over at Cal Poly. They're killing it right now. You know, they're top 20. I don't know what they're ranked right now, but I think I seen something the other day, like seen as high as 14. You know, so they have like five, six, seven guys ranked. Did you know, coach with at ODU? I coached him. I coached him at Missouri. At Missouri. Yep. So I was around him and he went to Great Bridge.
0: Cause he, he's and, a Great and, Bridge guy. That's the connection,
1: right? Yeah. Yep. And then came to Missouri. And uh, ended up leaving after his, maybe his third year. And he uh, go to Ty Chattanooga with, or ODU? I forget. He went to Chattanooga with Brands okay, with Terry. Okay. And then, uh, and he was in a tough spot with us too. Cause he, you know, Tyron Woodley was there at 65 and he was yeah. a 65 pounder and you know, they had, it was a war. I mean, we, we were deep, it was good. I mean, so he went there and then we ended up coaching together at ODU. Yeah. ODU. So, yeah. That's
0: where I remember him from.
1: Yeah. So him and I are real close and great relationship and he's doing a great job out there. You know, I'm really excited for him and what they're doing. And, you know, and then, uh, you know, I mean, Luke, Luke, Luke Smith's over at, at Bakersfield and they're working their tails off to uh, get it done. They're in a tough situation, right? They're in a tough yeah. situation and they get a lot done with very little, you know, they always have a couple, you know, and they're going to punch you in the face. I can promise you. That team will punch you in the face. They, that, they take pride in that. It's like, oh, we're going to wrestle Bakersfield. You're ready to get punched in the face. Yeah. You know, and then uh, Pendleton, Pendleton and his crews over there at Oregon State, and, uh, you know, I know they're going to make an impact. You know, they already are, right? They already are. They went out and got some transfers, and they're out hustling, and, you know, they're, they're, going, to, they're, they're going to be a good program too. So, yeah, I like where our conference is headed. And you know? Little Rock is kind of the outlier because they're geographically not
0: in the con- you know what I mean? They're 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 an affiliate. They're not,
1: and what are they three years in? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah and
1: yeah. you know, they're three. Years in. Have you been have you been to one of their home duels? Or have I haven't. I it? saw
0: they got the octagon. They got the octagon, Virginia Tech's got the octagon, yeah. and one other team, I think. Yeah, so they got that the I love that I watched. I pay attention
1: to. They got Jason Bryant on the mic, right? For he does all their home events.
0: That's cool,
1: and it is. So they they get a pretty good crowd in there, and uh, they hype it up pretty good. And and I know they've been hitting the road hard. They have have great facilities, and they've been hitting the road. They've been bringing in a good good recruiting class.
0: Yeah, you know they got a standalone facility, don't they? Oh yeah, it's awesome. So it's pretty nice. It's really nice. Yeah, they're doing it. It's
1: I I I love the direction that our conference is headed. I really wish,
0: like, I, I understand. I know the whole thing with Cal Baptist why they couldn't come in. But I really wish – I think it would have really helped Fresno State. I think it, you know, could have grown it to eight teams. I, I think that that would have been obviously yeah. ideal. You know, it's an eight-man eight bracket instead of a six, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Because that, that affects things, too, because it's not a, it's not a blind draw. So, they still – one and two get buys. So – you get three, six and four, five wrestling each other that first round. So now you start talking bonus points right there. And that's that's always a scary round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, is when wild. it comes down to the title. That's a scary round.
0: Yeah. If you don't it have a good crazy. if you don't have a bunch of Nico Villarreal Als who are gonna win in pan in that Conci semi, you could be
1: in trouble. Big time. The, the, the tournament's usually not won until the finals. Yeah, I remember that because I obviously I
0: was I was into Oregon State there for a while and there was a couple think a couple of those ones that came down to the, the finals. I remember and I was like I watched it one year and I was like, wow, this it's super competitive. It's so you know, wild. It doesn't have as many teams, but it's it's super competitive. And I, I you know I always appreciated that about the pack, but I really wish we could get more of those those, you know, the traditional members. Washington, Washington State, you know, Oregon to add back. Obviously, Oregon's got more money than they want to do with, so they just buy football uniforms. Yeah. And obviously, you know, USC UCLA, um, Cal, right? Like we we know that the those those institutions have it. But you know, That'd that's a different amazing. story, and that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, the barbarian hour will become the barbarian southern hour. So yeah. <laughs> All right, Dude, Lee Pritz. Awesome. You got anything else
1: for me? Any, anything before we head off that I didn't touch on? Um, I appreciate everything you do, man. You get so excited. And that's what I love about doing stuff with you. Is you get so excited about the sport. And you, uh, you're actually a, you're actually a psychopath about the sport. And I love that. You know, like you're so driven by it. <laughs> you are. You're so driven by it. And uh, it gets me excited. Every time I, I talk to you, I get excited about the sport. And uh, I love rapping with you, man.
0: I appreciate it, man. I wish that, you know what though? I'm, I'm a different, I don't, I'm not a newsbreaker. I'm not a, somebody wanted to announce their college decision to me. And I was like, I just don't do that, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like yeah. a, a big recruit. And I was like, not to insult them. I was just like, you need flow yeah. wrestling or you need. <laughs> Willie or you, It's just not me. You know what I mean? I like this. Yeah. I like this. I like the, the relationship end of it. And you know, as we've alluded to multiple times, that's a relationship sport. It's a relationship. Everything right. Lee Prince has done has been based on and predicated off of relationships. Now you're going to head yeah. to garden city because that's what Brian Smith says you're going to head. He's calling shots from out in Ithaca. You're heading over there, right? I mean, <laughs> it's just crazy. And then, you know, there's the lean and then the Gatson and it's just Rob Eider and all these just different things. And just even Saritas bringing Saritas up. I remember being in a hotel room with you guys in 2007 in Detroit. And the water, the ice had melted in the container, container. We were in somebody's hotel room. It was the Josh Moore, Anderson, and 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 Steve or uh, Martin, Steve Martin, isn't it? Yeah. Was drinking the water <laughs> out of the the thawed water out of the ice container. <laughs> I, I don't know. My I don't even know if you uh, were coaching with them, but oh, yeah. it, later than your guys might have been out or something, and you were hanging out with him, Saritas, and you, and it was the Friday night, and I don't know if you guys had All-American. Right? Dude, was, do you know how disgusting that container is?
1: I was going to say, I don't know who taught him that either. I taught him or he taught me. But <laughs> it's, Hey, have you ever tried it? It's great water. It's so cold. It's not so out real. of a
0: hotel ice bucket.
1: Yeah. It's good it's for the immune Lunatics.
0: System. Oh, I remember hey. seeing you and Askrin in Fargo, too. Like, oh, yeah. we were out. We were driving in, like, a, bar, a van, and we were out. You know, we were out, like, at a uh, honky-tonk bar or something.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those guys are great, too. Askren's you're great. always
0: having fun, though. I love that. You're always you know, upbeat, having fun um always have a hat a on oh yeah, yeah. living a, a dream dude i know hey live you still wrestle dream. do you wrestle much
1: uh i don't i don't wrestle a lot you know i'll roll around you know i roll around whenever they need it i'm rolling around you know, yesterday or some, you know a guy there was miscommunication on the individual. So I was like, I'm in, you know, I just jumped in and did it. And I roll around with Kayla Miracle a lot, or mine, you know, i roll around with the girls a little more than uh, than the college guys, but I'll roll around with them when they need it, you know, or warming them up, you know, I can do that, but I'm shoot almost 48 years old. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can wrestle with them here and there. The problem is I, I can't give them the proper look, right? Yeah. I can because be, you don't I can move. Be, you don't move like a college guy. No. no, I can. And be you got to cheat. Session. You
0: got to get on top of them
1: and hammer them. <laughs> it's your only yeah, shot. Let them get on your leg and sit on their head. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's tough. <laughs> but it's Is all. It? Yeah, you can do that stuff, and but it's not, and you're doing stuff that's not. I mean, you can be a body form, but it's not even. You're not giving them the right feel. You know what I mean? And and so yeah, I, I'll I'll roll with them and drill with them and spar with them, but. Yeah, the, the the hard wrestling days, the live wrestling days, those are you know those are probably gone.
0: Was that tough? Was that tough to accept
1: that? Um, not really, because I'm still on the mat enough to where you know, I don't need. I, I mean, my ego died a long time ago. You know, what I mean, as far as yeah, cool. I, I, I listen,
0: wasn't, listen, I could sit down and write a flipping book of all the stuff you say because it's like it's always usually perfectly placed. And it's from you probably learned it from the other seven hundred people that you've had relationships with. It's always perfectly timed, and you take it and you adapt it to your way. And I, my ego died a long time ago. A lot of people wouldn't say that right now, Lee Pritch. You know that, right? Oh yeah. And that's a lot yeah. of their problems. You know that too. That's, that's huge. By name and that's names, but man, it's there's a lot of that still.
1: But that, I have none. I, I it's you know it's about the guys and the girls and the people I coach and and. You know, I'm just here like whatever they need. That's what I said, you know, at the beginning you're what's my title? I said, I don't know. Call me the water boy. I don't I don't care. You know, as long as I'm able to do what I love to do. I love it.
0: Dude, keep doing what you love. I love it. I gotta get out to camps or something or opera doing it. I'm coming,
1: I'm coming. Running.
0: I'm coming to Ohio State Tournament, it looks like. Okay. That doesn't do me any good. It doesn't that doesn't teleport me to Tempe. But um, uh, my buddy Nemeth, Nick Nemeth, lives in Phoenix. Yeah. So. Um, come on, man. Yeah. I think I'm going I'm, I'm to hit it out there sometime. Probably be like a, a cannonball run. I'll be out quick and fast. But I'll hit you guys up for a day if I can, definitely, and make something happen because it's all right there and it's all within like 20 minutes' drive. So I, I'll, I'm a fool if I don't. But Lee I love it. I love the invite. I love everything. Lee Pritz. thank you for coming on the Barbarian Hour. Go out and check out everything. Go out and buy the snazzy shirt at www.barbarianapparel.com. Lee Pritz, stick around. Thank you for the time tonight. Thank you. I appreciate you, Zed Miller.